So 1 John chapter 1. Um, you, know, you know me well enough if you've been uh, underneath my preaching very long at all. You know that I really love 1 John uh, when it comes to dealing with assurance. I really believe that this whole letter is written for that one purpose in mind. And so I'll say it again. I've said it many times. If you are struggling tonight, say, and you're saying, you know, I don't know. Am I a child of God? Am I saved? And you're struggling with that. Well, one, if you're struggling with that, let me, let me encourage you with this, that that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it should seek you to seek the truth. Um, don't just put that off. I mean, if you really are struggling with it and you're not saved, you should want to know. Um, and if you are saved, guess what? You should want to know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, don't just put it off. And there is assurance to be found uh, when you're a child of God. And, um, but anyhow, 1 John 1, 4. I want to start with a reading of that, and then we're going to turn to the latter part of the, the letter and read another verse. Um, 1 John 1, 4. He says, And these things we write to you, that your joy may be full. So he's given the purpose, the intent of the letter, that your joy may be full. Turn to the end. He said, these things written that your joy may be full. Turn to the end, 1 John chapter 5, verse 13. He says this, These things I have written to you, who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. And so he tells us the intent there. He wrote those things unto them that their joy may be full. And then he said unto those who believed that they might know that they have eternal life. And so he's writing to believers to feel their joy by them knowing that they are the children of God, that they have that assurance. That's the purpose of it. So you're struggling with that then I encourage you to prayerfully just open up the Word of God and, and pray to the Lord and say, Lord, show me if I'm a child of God. Show me if I'm a child of God. Show me if I'm not a child of God and, and help me. I want to know the truth. And I want to tell the Lord you want that assurance. Read the Scriptures prayerfully. Read them with an open heart. Read them with an open mind. Go to 1 John, and let me tell you what, if you are a child of God, I believe this with all of my heart, the Holy Spirit will bear witness with your spirit that you are indeed a child of God. For that is so much about what 1 John is about. It's about this working of the Spirit of God within us. And He'll show you that. All right? Let's go ahead and pray. Father, I pray for your help tonight as we look at this lesson. And I pray it be a blessing and an encouragement to your people. Uh, Lord, it's a miserable state to be in, to live without assurance. And, and Lord, maybe there's some of your people here that aren't living in that assurance. And I pray that they would... Uh, receive a little bit of that tonight uh, as your people. And maybe there are those that are living, ha have assurance, but it's deceitful, Lord, and it's not real. Uh, show them that, uh, Lord. Uh, but Father, I just pray that you just work through this and, uh, and use your word and use your spirit to comfort and encourage the hearts of your people that we would leave with a greater sense of who we are in Christ and that we are his. In Jesus' name, and amen. I read this quote, uh, I think today, by Horatius Bonar, and he said this, Uncertainty as to our relationship with God is one of the most enfeebling and dispiriting of things. It makes a man heartless. It, may, it takes a pith out of him. 
He cannot fight. He cannot run. He is easily dismayed and gives way. He can do nothing for God. But when we know that we are of God, we are vigorous, brave, invincible. There is no more quickening truth than this of assurance. It's so important. I think he's right that we know where we are at uh, with the Lord. Now, there are many believe, and even in the realm of Christianity, that they think that you just can't know that you're saved. And, but the Bible does not teach that at all. Um, sometimes you might ask people, if, well, are you saved? And, uh, and they, if they understand what that even means, um, we, that's a problem today too. But they understand what that means. Some might say, well, I hope so. I hope so. I don't take it automatically. Used to, I would take that, well, they're not saved, you know. I don't take it like that, okay. Um, people can be saved and, and, be, and, and come to a place where they've been taught so many times for so long that you can't really know. And, and so they've been underneath some, maybe some bad teaching. That doesn't mean that they're lost, but I think that bad teaching has probably hindered them from having the assurance of salvation that they could have. And so I've, I've changed a little bit on that because used to when people, I'd ask people they're saved, and say, well, I hope so. I, mean, I automatically think, oh boy, I bet they're, not, they're probably not saved. They don't know. They don't know. You had to know. Well, when you've, been, when you've had certain teachings drowned down you for, for years and years that you just can't know, you can't know, it would affect how you, how you respond to things and uh, how you feel about things. And, uh, and so I don't take it to mean that uh, if people say that. Uh, but I think we should encourage people that, that, that say things like that, say, well, listen, if you, if you are saved, you can know and you can have assurance. And we should encourage them to seek after that assurance that God would give that to them if indeed they are a child of God. Uh, we read three passages the last two weeks uh, regarding uh, that, 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 uh, the phrase full assurance. And one of those was in uh, Hebrews 6.11. Uh, it says that we can have full assurance. And that, well, what a wonderful phrase, full assurance. So it tells us that there can be, if something is full, okay, what if something is not full? <laughs> half full, right? <laughs> Half full. I say half full. You might say half empty, but half full, right? Uh, but so half assurance, right? So I believe there's levels when you when you see that phrase full assurance. There are levels of assurance. Um, some people, obviously, as a child of God, are just more confident, and in, in where they stand with the Lord. Um, but 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 anyhow, so we want to seek after that full assurance and confidence. But not everybody has that. Um, but in John 5, 13, where we read, John says that he's writing unto those that believe. He says that they may know, may know that they have eternal life. And so by the fact that he said that they may know, he's writing them that believe who may not know. Now, just to understand what I'm saying, I'm not saying that they're lost. I'm saying he's saying that there's people that have believed but they are not living in that assurance of their salvation. That they do not know, that they have it, that it's something positive, something that cannot be lost. Um, and, and so he write, he's writing for the purpose to increase their assurance of eternal life and to confirm the faith that they already had. I write to you that believed that you may believe. And so to confirm their faith, give them assurance, and to increase their faith as well. Because our level of assurance is definitely connected with our level of, of faith and where we're at. Um, all of us as God's children need to be assured of our relationship with Christ 
And even God's children, we can have seasons of doubt. Uh, and we need refreshed, we need reminded, convinced by God's Spirit that we indeed are one of His. Um, I've never been a preacher that, that tried to convince people they were saved. I don't feel like that's my job. That's the Holy Spirit's job to convince, to convict and to convince people of that. Um, that's His job to give that assurance and confidence. Now, I want to just read some of these passages. It's, it's more like a review tonight. Just, so I, I hope that after you know, tonight and maybe the next lesson that, 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 that you'll approach the letter of 1 John with some of these things on your mind. But I want to just look for a little while at uh, John's confidence throughout this uh, little letter and some of the things that he, he says. Um, look, look at some of these here. 1 John 2 Look, look, look at the confidence uh, that John has, okay? Look at the confidence. First John 2 and verse 3, he said, uh, Now by this we know that we know him. Now we're going to come back and look at some of the context because when he says, if we keep his commandments. And so one of the signs of a believer is that he keep the commandments of God. We'll get to some of that later. But what I'm highlighting here is the fact that he says, we know that we know him. And so there is a place of confidence, a full assurance. We know that we know Him. <laughs> we know that we know Him. Is that you tonight? Can you undoubtedly say, you don't have to say it out loud, but can you undoubtedly say with God knowing your conscience, God knowing your heart, with no pretense at all, can you confidently say, I know that I know Him? Now, if you say you know you know Him, but you don't do His commandments, you've got a false sense of assurance. Because there is a level of obedience that helps us with assurance. We'll get to that later. Uh, but let's look, at some, let's look at some more. Verse 5 of that same chapter. For whosoever keeps His word, truly the love of God is perfected in Him. Then he says, by this we know that we are in Him. So there are some signs that we have that tell us we know that we are in Him. Listen, people can act like they're all confident about their salvation all they want, but if they have no desire to obey God in their life, they can't, that, their assurance isn't from God. Their assurance might be from an experience or whatever, but we can't have, we can't have any assurance because that is one of the signs of the people of God. Um, but chapter 3 I'm just, I'm just, I'm, we'll get to some of that later, but I just want to show this confidence of, of uh, John. First uh, John 3 and verse 2. Notice the confidence, okay? Uh, Beloved, now we are the children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know, we know that when He is revealed, we shall be like Him. And we know this. We know Listen, John wrote this letter to give people confidence, assurance. We, we, you find that phrase, we know, we know, all through the letter. Look, look at the next one in verse 14. He says this, We know, <laughs> we know that we have passed from death to life. And one of the signs is what? It says, because we love the brethren. So if you don't love your brother, you can't know it. Say, so, well, I know I'm saved, but I hate so-and-so. I, I tell you what, you, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't go together. That's how I know. 
I, and one, that's one of the things that changed first, I mean, in my life that I had a love for the people of God. I didn't have. I mean, God changes your heart. You now have love for the people of God. We know we've passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. Your, your relationship to the people of God totally changed. But I'm just highlighting the fact, he says, we know. Uh, verse 19. Verse 19 of that same chapter. And by this, we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before Him. We know. We know that we are of the truth. Uh, Verse 24. Verse 24 there. Now he who keeps His commandments and abides in Him, and He in Him, and by this we know, we know that He abides in us. Now there's some signs that gives this confidence and assurance, but I'm I'm just pointing the fact out, we can know. We can know. And so as you work through the book of 1 John, you keep this letter of 1 John, you keep reading these things, and you're like, I believe one or two, if you come to it prayerfully, openly, as you read it, pray to the Lord. I think the Lord's going to, the, the Lord is going to give you assurance as a child of God that, that you are indeed a child of God. Um, uh, one more uh, there, chapter 4, verse 13, he says this, uh, By this we know that we abide in Him and He in us, because He has given us of His Spirit. That's why we can know, because we have the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God, that is His job. That's His job, is to confirm to us that we are the children of God. And so we see that, that John's confident. He is confident in his position with Christ, and he's confident that we can know. He says we, so he's including himself and us and those he's writing to that we can know that we are in Christ and that we, He abides in us. We can know that we have eternal life. And He, he was confident that uh, would someday be like Christ, that He had the life of Christ and the truth of Christ. Listen, you can be assured of your relationship between you and Christ. There's no, there's no reason to linger in limbo regarding the state of your soul. I think it would be a very cruel thing of God, honestly. And so I'm going to save them. Um, I'm going to take them to heaven, but I'm going to let them linger in a state of uncertainty while they're here on this earth. <laughs> I think that would be kind of cruel. So they'll never really be sure of where they're going. Listen, God has not done that to us. He's a gracious, loving God. He's given us His Spirit to assure our hearts before Him that we indeed are the children of God. That's what the Spirit does. As I'm most certain that you can be just as confident in your position in Christ and who you are, that you're saved, you can be just as assured as John was when he wrote this. But really? I really believe that. I don't think John was lying. Because he said we. He wasn't just talking about himself. He didn't say I. He said we. The people I'm writing to, we, we know. We can know this. As the people of God, you can know that. Now, for our second thought here, um, and we already mentioned it, but the, the assurance uh, that we have, uh, it is the work of God's Spirit within. Listen, you don't have to convince yourself. If you're all the time trying to tell yourself, well, I know I'm saying, and you have to keep saying that over and over to yourself, that's not what the Lord wants you to do. His Spirit will assure you. That's, that's His job. First um, John four thirteen, He says, By this we know that we abide in Him, and He in us because He has given us of His Spirit. 
So how can you know with certainty that, that you are in Christ and Christ is in you? Because He's given you His Spirit. That's how you can know. As a child of God, you have within you the Spirit of God. If someone does not have the Spirit of God, then the Word of God says they are none of His. Romans 8 9 says, But, but you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you, now if any man have not the Spirit of, the Spirit of Christ, he is none of His. Speaking of the Spirit of God, that, you see the Spirit of God mentioned all through 1 John as well. In 1 John 2 and verse 27, 1 John 2 and 27, he says this, But the anointing which you have received from Him abides in you. The anointing which you received of Him, that's the Spirit, abides in you. I'm highlighting the, the Spirit here in 1 John uh, 3.24. He says this, And by this we know that He abides in us. How? By the Spirit whom He has given us. Chapter 5 and verse 6. Latter part of the verse. And it is the Spirit who bears witness because the Spirit is truth. All right, verse 10 of the same chapter, chapter 5. He says this, He who believes in the Son of God, what? Has the witness in himself. That is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the witness. I don't, that's why I said I don't have to tell people they're saved. That's, the Holy Spirit will do that. And you'll be much more assured of it if, if the Holy Spirit tells you than I will. And if I tell you, right? You want the Holy Spirit to tell you that. And he assures us that we are uh, a child of God. He bears witness. We have that witness within us. Now, I think a person can deceive themselves into thinking that they are right with God, but in reality they are not. That can happen. And so there, is, there are people who seem to have assurance, but that assurance cannot be from the Spirit of God testifying to them. It's assurance that has come possibly through false religion, through deceit, through lies, and they put confidence in that and faith in that. But that assurance is not from God. So there is a level of deception people can have where they feel kind of confident. But that don't mean they're saved. You know, in, in 1 John there, um, chapter 1 and verse 8, he says this, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. I remember talking to a preacher one time. Um, he was an Allegheny Methodist in, in Illinois. And uh, I tell you what, I've never seen anybody in my life like this that was so confident in where he stood at with God and so confident that he never, ever sinned. I just, it just blew my mind away. He would literally tell me he did not sin anymore. I've got victory, brother. I don't sin anymore. And I quote this to him. You know, it's like, you're deceived. But he had a great measure. Now, whether he was just lying or did he really feel that confident? Whatever it was, I know this, that wasn't the Spirit of God. Because the Word of God says, if we say we don't have any sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. That Spirit of truth wasn't in him. Just as confident as he was that he says he was saved, I believe I was more confident that he wasn't. 
even saved to say that because that's just the Bible. Um, if you say you don't have any sin. And so people can somewhat convince themselves. I, I believe that there's people that are in false religions and they've, they've been in that their whole life and they've convinced themselves that, I mean, how do people convince themselves of something so much and be so assured of something that once they die, that they're going to go be with 70 virgins, that they're willing to fly a plane into buildings and kill thousands of people. Those guys, you have to be pretty assured and confident of what you believe. But it's, 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 a, it's, it's assurance and a confidence based upon deceit and lies. And so we're aware of that. We're aware that people can lie to themselves, okay, and convince themselves. So you don't want to do that. You don't have to do that. What does God's Word say to you? What does the Spirit of God say to you? So listen, if you're seeking to know if you are right with God and you're reading God's Word, you're reading God's Word, and, and, and the Spirit and the, and the Word just keep saying, you're a lost individual. Listen, listen to that. Listen to that. You keep reading, you keep praying, you're reading the Word of God, what it says about the Spirit of God, all of the signs of the Spirit in 1 John, and it's saying, you're mine. You're mine. Listen to that. Receive that assurance in full. So don't, don't try to convince yourself of one thing. Let the Holy Spirit do what He does. And He will convince us. Sometimes people try to convince themselves they're saved because you know, they, something happened to them years ago. And, and that's the only way they can get assurance. Why are you saved? I know I'm saved because of what happened to me you know, 15 years ago. Folks, never in the Bible does it teach us to know that we're saved because of an experience we had a long time ago. But here's the thing. If you were born again of God's Spirit 20 years ago, guess what? He's still there. And He doesn't have to point you back in time to 15 years ago to something that happened, okay? How you felt. Because the Spirit is present within the believer. He can give testimony today. Okay, does that make sense? So ask yourself, is your assurance the work of God's Spirit or are you seeking to convince yourself? Now, because assurance is the work of God's Spirit, like I said, I, I don't tell people, oh yeah, you're born again. But there are signs of being born again. Signs of being born again. And that's what we'll get into uh, next time, okay? Um, I'll, I'll close with a quote here uh, by Philip Graham Ryken. He said this, If the Holy Spirit is at work in our lives, if He is convicting us of sin... If He is giving us faith in Jesus Christ, if He is persuading us that the Bible is God's Word, if He is enabling us to call God Father, if He is making us fruitful in ministry, if He is helping us grow in grace, if the Spirit is doing any of these things at all, then no matter how much we are struggling in the Christian life, we have God's seal of our eternal salvation. Can you see the work of God's Spirit in you? Father, I pray that you give us the assurance we need, give confidence, hope, and may it encourage us to go forth from here with greater vigor and zeal to proclaim Christ with greater confidence and the great salvation that he gives us. Give assurance to your people tonight, and may any that are here without Christ, Lord, may you show them that they do not have that assurance, and by your Spirit, may you draw them to you 
calls them to call out upon you. Give them faith and repentance. And may tonight they know that they are a child of God. In Jesus' name and amen.